0: This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk.
1: Good afternoon, Bay Area. Happy Flag Day. I am Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage, NMLS. Six, nine, four, four, two, seven. joining you from sunny Santa Cruz, here to bring you all of the information you need to make informed decisions that you feel good about when it comes to your home lending needs. There's a lot going on in the mortgage market. Rates are moving and in advance of the Fed making any statements, uh, the indication of inflation being higher than anticipated on Friday, sent all of the investors out there to raise their rates in anticipation of the Fed raising its rate even higher than was expected. Now, uh, leading up to a Fed report, they go into something called a blackout period where they don't make any comment. So this market shift that we're all seeing is expectation only. It isn't based on information yet, um, but that indication that They think the powers that be, the general consensus is that there will be a rate hike that is maybe even higher than what they were expecting is is what the general idea is, and that is why we saw such a big shift in mortgage rates on Monday. Now, will the Fed raise the rate higher than what they had anticipated before? We have yet to see. We'll find out tomorrow afternoon. The Fed's prime lending rate, the the base rate that we're talking about, is not directly the mortgage rate, but is an indication of where mortgage rates can go. In the long run, what happens in the mortgage market is uh, uh, harder to predict in the most recent few years than it has been throughout the last 26 of my industry experience, because the market indicators that were dictating what rate movement was doing are not necessarily being followed any longer. So the traditional reports that would come out, uh, the jobs report, the consumer confidence, those types of reports would come out and we would have an understanding based on those numbers, how the market would ideally react based on historic information. These past two years have changed how that information is resulting in change in the markets. So what ends up coming from it, from my position is we're in somewhat a wait and see, and I take from the wait and see without having a direct understanding of where rates will be as. That they will be higher and the most conservative position is to anticipate that rates will continue to climb now rates are not in a horrible terrible awful position historically speaking Uh, but you know to stave off that sort of concept of where will rates go what will rates be no one actually knows and that's really the, the best and most truthful information that i can share with you the trend is up and in that we want to make sure that people who need to make financial decisions have the information that they need in order to make those decisions now while rates are still in a lower position. So with that, uh, you know, the, the concept of last week's challenge was stay and upgrade or sell and build the home that you need for a good many buyers and a good many homeowners, the house that they have doesn't last them a lifetime. If they bought a starter home, let's say, and it wasn't enough for them to be able to expand their family. Maybe they've had children, maybe they're bringing in parents because the cost of living is is high. Maybe they have children who have graduated and don't have the opportunity financially to be able to afford to go out and rent somewhere. For some people, it's a very real need to be able to expand the property that they have, or they have to move in order to accommodate their family. And make it work for everyone and so with that um, i spoke with ryan thank you ryan for your call and ryan absolutely loves his neighborhood he loves everything about it he loves its proximity to everything that he needs to get to he loves the walkability of it he loves the neighbors he loves the yard sizes everything about it but the house was just not big enough for them they had the ability to expand based on their lot size and the city that he lived in had the opportunity to allow for permits for extension of the property and including an accessory dwelling unit for his college-bound daughter. So that gave him a really great foundation to be able to stay where he is, love everything. And one of his other favorite pieces was that not moving means that his tax base will stay. So his tax basis does not change, um, you know, because he's going to be selling Likewise, I had a conversation with Lenae on the other side of the bay. Thank you, Lene, who said her footprint just doesn't work, that they are on a septic system in order to expand to the size of property that they would need to have. They would have to expand their septic system, which would be astronomical cost added to the property. And there's nothing wrong with the house. She said, you know, this house is great for someone else. It just no longer fits our needs. And we really have to find something that works for us in order for us all to feel good about what it is that we're doing. And we're happy to pool all of our resources as a family. She's bringing in some some elderly parents and to make it work for everyone because that's what works for everyone. So um, Ryan and Lene, thank you so much for giving me a call and letting me know how this is this information comes to you, how it impacts you and what it is that you are doing with that information. I look forward, Linnea, to hearing about how your sell and uh, build project goes and Ryan I'm, I'm I'm asking for pictures of you know how it all ends up for him. So in that there's still financing that's available. There's still plenty of flexibility within the marketplace and there's lots of opportunity out there for you to make the financial moves that are necessary for you to make the best decision for everyone in your world that you that you support. And if you have a question, if you have a conundrum that you're running into, if you are balancing the how you help that college bound Teen, how you help your aging parents how you bring in the ailing aunt how all of these aspects of your life that are coming together are going to be financially feasible and how you're going to keep that safety of your roof housing everyone happily and successfully and it comes down to smart financing give me a call we should talk about this because there's a lot of different opportunity out there and the best opportunity for you is really needs to be customized to you and your specific set of needs My phone number is 831-435-0385. My email, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, one of the other hot button items that I get a lot of calls about and a lot in the last few weeks is rates have gone up. My first mortgage rate is amazing but I need to tap into the equity in my property. I need to send my child to college. I need to buy other vehicles. I need to expand my property. I need to buy a secondary home, all of these other things. I need to have some investment money to save for the future. How do I tap into this tremendous equity? And the reality of it is it's going to come down to a home equity line of credit or home equity loan if you're not looking to disrupt the current rate that you have on your mortgage. Now, home equity line of credit, typically, they are 30-year loans with a 10-year draw period. That 10-year draw period allows you to spend on the home equity line, pay it back if you wish. During that 10 years, it's typically an interest-only payment, meaning that you don't have to pay down that balance if you don't want to. At the end of the 10 years, it becomes a 20-year repayment only, meaning you don't have the ability to draw any funds on it again. It remains an adjustable rate for the life of the loan. So for some people, that aspect of it makes them not comfortable and not confident in what their housing payment would be going forward because home equity lines of credit are tied to the prime lending rate and are usually a fixed margin on top of that. Um, Lots of Different in banks and investors out there advertise these in ways that make it a little bit challenging for some people to understand what their true rate would be. There might be an introductory rate. There might be a first six months or first 12 months that you get a really amazing low, low rate. And then your traditional margin, that fixed margin above prime lending rate comes into play for the life of the loan. Those are really about reading the fine print. And I I know I'm a fine print reader, but that's me. (laughs) For you out there and listening on the radio, I want you to be very conscientious about what the fees are that you are being presented, what the margin is, and what that cap rate is. What's the highest rate that that would get to? When it comes to a home equity loan, those home equity loans are varying in terms, meaning um, some of them are as low as seven years, some of them as high as 30. They are fixed rate loans. You take all of the money at one time and you begin making payments immediately. The home equity line of credit, you can have that line of credit and not have any balance drawn, meaning you're not using any of the money and you have no payment that is due at all. And for the home equity loan, it is the opposite. You are taking all of the money at one time and you are begin making a monthly payment immediately and you make the same payment every single month until that loan is paid in full. So, Those are the two ways that I'm suggesting that people tap into their equity at this time. If your fixed rate financing on your first mortgage, your primary mortgage, the amount that you owe the most on is a tremendously low and wonderful rate, and you don't want to disrupt that, definitely looking at the home equity line of credit or the home equity loan are going to be the two best friends in getting you the cash and access to your equity that you need. Now, one of the things that we experienced in the last market downturn was that people who had likewise wanted to capitalize on the tremendous equity that they had in their properties, they took lines of credit and they never used them. As the market shifted and value started to come down, people were not paying attention. And the, the news was out there saying that investors and banks likewise were talking about capping home equity lines. People didn't readily understand what that meant because no one explained it to them. What that meant was that banks and institutions who had issued home equity lines of credit went around and cut people off at the balance that they had at the time. If you had a zero balance, it meant the line was closed and you could no longer access the cash. That's not very beneficial anymore, is it? The prospect here is being aware of the market, being in an understanding position of how that home equity line benefits you, and when you may need to draw the funds if you wish to be able to access that money as values come down, if the lending environment gets back to that position where they say we're going to start capping people's lines of credit. Those are things that I'm giving all of my clients the heads up about when we talk about taking out a new home equity line of credit, that they need to be aware. If the market starts to show these same signs, if the indicators are out there that values are starting to come down, and investors begin being more cautious, they will start sending out the messages that they are capping people at the balances that they owe. In that type of of circumstance, if you have a home equity line of credit that is say for a project that you just have yet to begin, my suggestion is draw the funds, park them aside. You will have access to all of the cash. You will begin making those payments, but you will not get cut off from the opportunity that you may just be about to get to before your home equity line of credit is capped and you have no opportunity to touch those funds again. So if you have questions, if you need a home equity line of credit, if you need a home equity loan, if you still have tremendous opportunity, which most people do in the market, and you're wanting to look at how you can utilize that equity to your benefit, let's talk about a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan. 831-435-0385, again, is my phone number. Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. We have a great show for you today. We're going to hear about a fantastic property that is coming to market. We're going to talk about a few other of the interesting pieces that are changing within the marketplace. And we're going to, as always, have the weekly challenge here at the end of our show. Um, I hope that you've all had a great week so far. It's only Tuesday, but we're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitrak.
1: All right, Bay Area, we have a treat for you today. We have David Gomez. David, how are you today?
2: I'm doing well, Misha. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing great. David, please tell everyone what it is you do and where you're coming from.
2: Uh, well, I'm a real estate broker, That's uh, is in California, near Gill area, and um, you do real estate, residential.
1: Fantastic. And the name of David's company is Real Estate Republic Inc. For those of you out there who are taking notes, David, tell us about this property that you have on the market.
2: So we currently have this wonderful property. It's on a private neighborhood. It's 6870 Landis Avenue in Carmichael, California near Sacramento. Uh, It's listed at 999,000. It's a five bedroom, three bathroom, a little bit over 2400 square feet for the property and about a quarter of an acre for the actual lot itself it's a great home it's been remodeled and um it's it's moving ready i mean it's it's we have had a lot of activity and it's looking for new owners
1: fantastic it also has a beautiful pool i, I highlight that <laughs> that's because that's correct. always a big plus in the uh in the heat of of the valley there and now this Absolutely. property has It's a substantial home. I mean, a a five bedrooms, three baths, that's a a sizable property. So, you know, as we talk about here on the show a lot for families that are bundling up, you know, if you're looking to add multi-generational living to your your situation, this house would definitely accommodate.
2: I I couldn't agree with you more. It's a wonderful property, definitely.
1: Yep, and a, a beautiful kitchen that overlooks that stunning pool. Well, fantastic. Now, David, the market is shifting. And we're seeing a lot of activity out there. What would you say to sellers who were considering putting their property on the market right now?
2: Well, you know, make sure that you approach the market uh, with your professionals like yourself, mortgage professional, and a, and a broker that could run, you know, the comparables, know the area, know what everything's uh, pricing at, and, you know, just making good judgments. You know, uh, you know it's still a pretty good market. I don't think it's mm-hmm. completely in the buyer's market area, but it's 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 there. It's still a yeah, good uh, good pop for your properties at this point in time.
1: Right, absolutely, I agree with you. Well, David, tell everyone how to get in touch with you, please.
2: Yeah, please. If you have any questions on this property or any real estate needs, you can reach me at four zero eight area code seven one seven three eight one four. My B R E license number is zero one seven four three one eight nine. You can also email me at ddomez at realestaterepublicinc.com.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, David. Now, before you go, if you have another moment, for the buyers out there, obviously yesterday's rates were sending some buyers into stress points. For the buyers out there, what's your, what's your advice to them? Because like we're definitely seeing some, uh, the gag comment is buyer fatigue, but you know, what would you tell them as far as their, to keep them motivated and keep their morale up?
2: Well, you know, I'm I'm going to go back to what I said originally. They need to know and have good partners. I think one of them would be like yourself, Misha. Somebody knows about mortgages, interest rates, um, approach the market for what it is. So, for example, you know, right now, you know, there are sellers that are motivated to sell. They want to sell Mm -hmm. their properties. Um, And and you can get a great price as well as, you know, have somebody like yourself or myself negotiate great uh, opportunity and credits for them as well.
1: It's so true. It's so true. Well, here you have it, folks. David Gomez, Real Estate Republic. Thank you, David, for bringing us this beautiful property. And uh, we look forward to having you back again.
2: Thank you so much. Everybody, take care. Have a wonderful day.
1: You too. Bye-bye. So David highlights a really important aspect of the market right now, which is that negotiation is taking place. It is not necessarily a buyer's or seller's market always. It's not just a hot and cold, black and white. It really is a blend of this and having the right professionals on your team are going to help you get the best set of circumstances. And sellers are motivated. They want to get their properties sold. No longer are they thinking, well, I'll let this sit for the entire summer because everything is great on my end and interest rates are going to remain in the low numbers that they have been before. Sellers are very acutely aware that interest rates deeply impact a buyer's opportunity. And their professionals, their realtors, are guiding them on making sure that they aren't setting their sites too high. Oftentimes, we do see properties come to market that when you're a buyer out there and you've educated yourself time and time again by looking at all of these properties and prices, you know that that might be high. And that's not necessarily always the, the listing agent who is doing that. It's the seller in the driver's seat. So sellers are having that awakening moment that it's better to sell their property at a reasonable price than to try to hold out for the long haul in thinking that they might get higher, a few thousand dollars higher, because interest rates are impacting buyers' ability to stretch. If you have a property that you are considering selling, if you have thought about the market, if you looking to capitalize on the tremendous appreciation that you have received over these last few years, please, if you need a professional in your market, let me know. I have lots of contacts to be able to share referrals with you. If you are considering making a buy and you have not yet gotten your formal pre-approval or you haven't revisited your formal pre-approval in the last 10 days, yes, I said it, 10 days, please make sure you understand exactly what rate you are qualified at, what that monthly payment is for you and how that impacts your flexibility in making a purchase. Make sure your realtor and your lender are teaming up together for your success. We are going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha.
0: It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk.
1: All right, investors. There are still a ton of opportunity for investors out there with a good section of the bottom end of the buying market now feeling priced out, even if they aren't actually priced out with higher interest rates There are a lot of renters who really were only looking to make a lateral move. They would buy a home if it didn't cost them more on a monthly basis, even though over the long haul it benefits them tremendously. But there's still a tremendous rental pool. And for those out there who want to make a purchase as an investment property, the flexible financing options that are out there are still abundant. There are bank statement loans that allow a bank statement deposits to create a stream of income. There are the debt service loans, which allow the intended projected rent as determined by the market rent analysis done by the appraiser who also values the property. If that and projected rent covers the anticipated cost of the property to a certain factor, Uh, some of it doesn't, some of the investors out there don't require that the projected rent cover 100% of the costs. Some investors out there will accept that it just does not meet without any type of percentage of coverage. Some will require, let's say, 85% of the payment to be covered by the projected rent. And there are different rate opportunities. If the projected rent exceeds what the expected cost will be, you get a rate benefit. If the projected rent does not meet a certain percentage, say let's 85% of the intended payment, then there's a different rate for that but there are loans out there that regardless of the rental coverage for the intended payment, there are still loan options out there that allow you to capture this property as an investment property and have a loan that is a fixed rate loan. A lot of times we were seeing before in the market that these were adjustable rate loans and people would need to look at adjusting their financing again down the road. While adjustable rate loans have reemerged in the market, Still, there are fixed rate options that are tremendously beneficial for those people looking to invest and being able to get their foot in the door. Not all of these investment property loans require 20% down. Some even afford less down payment than that. Some allow you to do as little as 15%. Keep in mind as an investor that the more down payment you put on a property, the better the interest rate you're going to get is and the better the financing terms you will have. For most people, As an investor, credit score is going to be key. The interest rate that you're going to be privileged to is heavily driven as an investor on your credit score. That's not to say that if you had a lower credit score that you would not be able to obtain one of these types of loans. I have investors that will go all the way down into the 600s and low 600s to be allowing people to buy an investment property with one of these flexible financing options. But the better your credit score is, the better the interest rate that you will receive is. This is why looking at all of your information early and understanding what your options, with an S, plural, options are, is really key to your best situation being known before you go to get into contract. Oftentimes we run into people who, as investors, and particularly those who have not been investors before, they know what their credit score is, they've made a primary purchase, and they're thinking, that it's okay for them to make this other purchase and they'll figure out the financing later, they'll adjust it down the road, which is not unheard of, but the opportunity for you to make one set of financial movement now and have your strongest strategy in play before you actually make an offer on that property is real. And the benefit to you is in dollars. So please take the time to get your options understood and looked at by a professional. If you are seeking to purchase an investment property, give me a call, 831-435-0385. If you have an investment property and you're looking to tap into that equity and parlay that into another investment property purchase, please likewise, give me a call and let me know how we can support those goals. Here at Essex Mortgage, we are big on educating our clients. Our focus is to make sure that you have all the keys and tips and tricks in your arsenal to be able to use to your best benefit so that when the time comes for that property that you've been dreaming of that hitting the market, you are ready to make an offer confident in your position in how that will impact you and what that means for you on a monthly obligation. Again, 831-435-0385. When we come back, we'll be talking about some changes in the market. There have been some products that are starting to fall away for those of you out there who are looking for Flexible options in a primary residential purchase. This is your segment. So we'll be back in just a moment. Again, this is Mortgage Matters with Misha.
0: This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, as the markets shift, and they are, they have been shifting for some time, we will start to see changes in the lending environment. We are seeing right now, a reduction in the opportunities of the no ratio loans that were available for primary residents. So those were the loans where people were buying properties saying that they were going to live in them, but they didn't necessarily have to provide income information and have it validated in order to to purchase. So those loans are much harder to find in this day and age. And there were a couple of companies that were very big at promoting them and, and they have since run into snags in the market as far as how they are able to sell them on the secondary, um, which is a big indicator for investors, how they are able to sell these loans and who's able to buy them. And so for if you're looking for flexible financing in a primary residence, uh, please know that that might be a little bit more challenging. Not unheard of, but just in the no documentation arena, we're finding a little bit more restriction. On the flip side, when it comes to bank statement loans, Uh, For investors out there and primary residents of buyers alike, the opportunity for you to utilize bank statements to derive a stream of income to qualify is available, whether you're self-employed or whether you are an employee. These types of loans typically ask for 12 or 24 months of bank statements, but we are seeing that investors are making exceptions to these. And one of the exceptions is less than 12 months bank statements. Now in these exceptions, they make sense. A lot of what our industry does makes sense when you understand the industry as a whole. I had a a young man who I spoke with who was a newly commissioned only sales employee and he had gone to college, gotten a degree, and his position was that he was making commission only sales. His sales had been getting bigger and bigger and he had history, but not in a full 12 months. Now, a traditional lending would require that he have two years of commissions in order to average. The bank statement loan opportunities are going to allow, and some investors are going to allow for one year. Some new investors are allowing for the opportunity to have less than one year when it makes sense. Obviously, this young man had a lot going for him. He had schooling that was directly in line with the job that he had taken and the job immediately began once he gained his degree. Likewise, I have someone in the medical field who had concluded their education and immediately taken a job. And even though they don't have two years or even a full year on the job yet, because of their field and the stability in their industry, exceptions are being made to allow them the type of financing so that they can make a purchase now. Now, for those people who are self-employed, oftentimes this no ratio that we're seeing waning in the market uh, was something that people were looking at alternatives for. What we're seeing now is a reemergence of the profit and loss only loan, meaning that a tax preparer can provide an unaudited profit and loss, and that profit and loss can dictate the income stream that's eligible for use in qualification. So there are still plenty of flexible financing options out there, even for primary residents, that will allow you to get your foot in the door. Some of these flexible options allow for as little as 10% down. So if you have felt like there must be some way, all of these other people are buying, and how come I can't get my foot in the door? I would encourage you to take a look at what's out there in the market. If you're dealing with your local big box bank or your local credit union, and they're just telling you that they don't have the opportunity It's not because they don't want you to make this move, it's because they're being truthful. They don't have the opportunity, but there are other catalysts in the market that will help you get where you need to go. You just need to be working with the right entities to be able to discover those and have someone explain them to you in a way that makes sense. If you are in the position where you have been told that you don't have an opportunity, if you are in the position where you believe that there is something out there for you, but it just hasn't been relayed yet, I really would encourage you to give a call, 831-435-0385. Let me know what the circumstances are and we'll talk about what kind of opportunities there are for you and what might need to be done. Sometimes it's a matter of adjusting your credit. Sometimes it's a matter of needing to save a little bit more for a bigger down payment. Sometimes it's a matter of just knowing the opportunities available in the market and being solid that you have more than one opportunity to be able to get you dialed in with your finances so that you can confidently make a purchase on a property. With as fast as properties are still moving, and they've slowed down a little bit, but they are still moving very quickly in the Bay Area, it's imperative that you understand your financing and you understand the flexibility of the financing that you have. If you have a finite amount that you qualify for, you don't know how you can get to that next level. Or if you don't know how you can adjust that payment to fall into line with where it is you need to be, given that rates have risen, you need to be getting better information from the lenders that you're working with. And I'm here to tell you that not all lenders are built the same and not all lenders are taking the time to explain to their clients the plethora of options that are out there in the market. It is time consuming and it takes a lot to explain to people the variety of programs out there and the differences between them, but it's in your best benefit to work with an agent who has all of that at their fingertips. Oftentimes people will go, I have a relationship with the person in my branch where I bank. And if they don't have it, then I don't really want to do it. And they stifle themselves. Their opportunity is limited to what it is that their bank offers. And there's nothing wrong with banks. I'm I'm a member of a bank myself. I appreciate it. That doesn't mean that they have the most flexible financing for all of the needs that I might have. And that's what I want to remind each and what every one of our listeners of is that flexibility in financing is going to be key. Now to change gears here for you just a moment, we want to talk about reverse mortgage because reverse mortgage is definitely still something that is very, very meaningful to a lot of seniors here. And it is a viable opportunity to minimize, eliminate, and put to bed the mortgage payment for the rest of your life. If you could just pay your taxes and insurance and no mortgage, how would that benefit you? How would that benefit your heirs if you were able to meet your own needs your later years of life? It's a very, very powerful position. And I still encourage all of my senior clients who are out there considering or looking at those opportunities. If you own your property free and clear and you're looking at maybe making a move, the opportunity for you to take a reverse mortgage To get the cash out of your property is totally there for you this is tax-free money that you would get to tap into all of that equity that you tap into from your property is tax-free money and allows you the ability to make a cash offer on another property so if you need flexible financing if you're needing to make change but you're just not sure how or maybe you've been told there's tons of options but you just are overwhelmed by how to make the decision of which one would be best Please let me know how I can be of service to help you get to your best position in life. It really matters. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with this week's challenge.
0: It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk.
1: All right. For those of you who follow this show, the weekly challenge is really my favorite part. And it really is because it garners me the opportunity to speak with you, our listeners, about how the things that I'm presenting are impacting you and, and what strategy you're able to employ with it. So this week's challenge is how to strategize for your graduates with graduation season upon us. Congratulations to all the graduates out there, whatever level of graduation you are in, and the opportunity now available for the families of those graduates to be able to help them get their foot in the door at home ownership. For those people whose children are graduating from high school and going on to college, if they have their first initial year where they are required to live in the dorms, this is a great time for you to help your college-bound students learn about credit. Learn about how their credit is going to impact them for the rest of their lives. I assure you, once they hit that college campus, someone is going to introduce a credit card application to them. Let you be the first person to teach them about credit. The opportunity for you to help them learn about credit and be able to help them make a purchase of a property come the end of their first year when secondary year they're not going to be living in the dorms likely. They could be in the position where, with your help, to make a purchase of a primary residence. You can help a student, a college bound student, or even a college graduating student, a child, make a purchase of a property where you, as a parent, are the non-occupying co-borrower meaning your income qualifies for the transaction they do need to participate on the actual loan and on the contract and they will need to have a credit score in order to be a viable applicant but what that affords you is the opportunity for the minimum down payment and primary residence rates now if you can imagine for any of those college-bound students your parents have been looking at what the costs are for you to be going to school. For you parents out there, you're looking at this calculating these out carefully. Imagine if you will, that you're able to take that and turn that into an equity growth opportunity, a tax benefit, and an educational experience. Purchasing a home for your student or your graduate to be able to rent out other rooms, offset expenses, gain market appreciation, and in the long run, you can make the decision. Are you selling this property? when the the need is over whether they graduate school or they've decided to move on in their own life and now you have equity built into a property you've had tax benefit you've had stability in the housing arena. Now you have the opportunity to decide with the equity that you have and the market appreciation, can you sell that property and pay off any student debt that may be available. Are you helping your child by giving them the leg up to making a purchase of their own when the time comes to sell? Or are you in the position where as they get out into the market and are an employee and earning more money, that they have the opportunity to take over that loan in full? And you have now set them up for an amazing experience with fantastic financial education and a deep understanding of the responsibilities that play into homeownership, property management, financial management, rentals, this is a great, great thing that you have to be able to do for your graduate and a great next level of education that they cannot get in school. If you need more information about this, there really is not too early of a time to plan. So please give me a call 831-435-0385 you can email Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. This show re-airs tomorrow from two to three and Sundays from three to four. So please do tune in if you have another question or if you wanna revisit that, but you can always contact me directly. Our senior specialist, Jeff Willie is out touring the country right now, gaining more information to be able to bring to you with his real world experience. So he'll be back here in a short bit to be able to share all of that with you. It is once again a pleasure to join you. I hope you have a fantastic week. Be well and stay safe here.